0: The New York State Office of Addiction Services and Supports, or OAS, provides this podcast as a public service. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the agency or state. This is Addiction, The Next Step.
1: joining us for another episode of Addiction, The Next Step. I'm your host, Jerry Gretzinger, and today we're going to talk about something, uh, a story that we can share with you that really drives home the idea that you just never know when a moment might arise where you could be the difference between life and death for someone. Joining us is Margaret Kunzio. She's a Westchester County legislator who found herself in the right place at the right time to save a life. And she was armed with nothing but knowledge, some courage, and a small, powerful tool that we call naloxone. Margaret, thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we, we had heard uh, that you've got a great story to tell. One of the things that uh, you, you know, Oasis is going to be preaching is be a harm reduction hero. We want people to know about harm reduction. Certainly, administering naloxone when it's needed. And uh, we heard your story that that you lived that very thing. And we wanted to bring you on and have you talk about it. So I, I want to get some some background on you know how, how you became aware of naloxone and were trained to use it. But I don't want to make people wait. Let's let's get into the the story here about your experience. You had to administer naloxone, correct?
0: Yes, I did. And you know, unfortunately, it's not something that you ever want to do, but it is something that can save a life. And it's so important. I feel that people need to be educated and also feel comfortable with doing it. And I think that's important because I'll tell you one thing. I never in a million years thought that I would be administering it where I was. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about that. I was traveling down to North Carolina. And I was going through Delaware, through route 113 in Delaware. And there's an area in Delaware where it's pretty desolate. There are just two gas stations across the street from each other. Um, I had stopped. It was, it was an off time because it wasn't a busy time of the day as you travel to try to avoid traffic. And I had stopped at Royal Farm and it was in Delaware right on 113. And again, the only thing in the area. I stopped to use the restroom. I got out of the car, stretched my legs walked into the restroom there were two stalls in the restroom and I noticed that there was a person slumped over in the second stall the door was ajar Um, the person was slumped over and there was paraphernalia next to her which indicated that this was obviously a serious situation Um, it was in a case of somebody that had you know passed out naturally and I always carry Narcan with me um, I've attended many Narcan trainings, and I've also coordinated Narcan trainings um, at the fire department where I'm a volunteer yeah. at Thornwood Fire Department. And I always carry it with me, and I had the pack in my bag. And I obviously was took a look around, surveyed the area as a first responder. That's something that's important to make sure that, you know, kicked away any paraphernalia that was in the area to make sure there was a area that was clear. And I was able to administer the Narcan to this person. At the same time, I, I can't explain it. It's something really important. And the best piece of advice I could give people is just to stay calm and stay focused. At the same time, there's a woman that was obviously coming in to use the restroom, was obviously taken aback by what she saw. And I was able to indicate to her to call 911. Um, she obviously ran out, called 911. Obviously, there was a little bit of a, a stir of people at this point. Um, after the Narcan, I honestly can't tell you if it was seconds or a minute, because at that point in time, your adrenaline is going to try to make sure that you're there to try to help any way you can. Um, the person started coming to the one thing though, that I will say that usually surprises people is that when somebody is coming off of that high, they may not always be appreciative or friendly or in a situation where they're calm. Um, this person was not, this person was agitated. Um, this person was moving in a way that, you know, was, was not in a friendly manner. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to wrap my arms around this person from behind in the legs to try to prevent this person from hurting herself or myself. Um, And the EMS paramedics came. Again, they were actually really quick to respond in in, considering where we were located. Um, She was coherent at that point when EMS came and took her vitals and took her away the only thing that I wish, but it is something that we deal with as first responders, is I wish I knew what happened after math. Sure. Um, and that's, that's one of the hardest things as a first responder, too, is we'll show up at a motor vehicle accident. We'll show up at a, at a uh, situation where you don't know what happens in the end unless somebody comes out and tells you. Um, she was alive when I had... They took her away from the scene and when I had you know met with the paramedics, but I'm hoping that maybe that was a wake up call and that she received the help that she needed. And you never know when you're gonna be called upon to do this. It could be someplace where you least expect it. The kits that are that I carry, they're small, they're great, they fit in your purse. Yep. You know, it's it's not a bad thing to have. I really believe that everybody should be trained with this and everybody should carry this with them because like I said, you have no idea it could be in a college setting, a school, um, a rest stop, yeah, or anywhere. it could be in a grocery store. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, this was something that, you know, I was happy to be there. It's not a situation that you want to be in, but I know that I was able to make a difference. Yeah. And, and, and I'm hoping that, that...
1: You saw that happen. So you you administered that naloxone, that Narcan. Yeah. And you saw yeah. this person come to, like come back to, yeah. to consciousness. Yeah. So you saw that work. And that that's sometimes, you know, what what we really want to stress to people is is that that small little white container, that that can really make such a dramatic difference. And uh you know, we've heard talk about, you know, when 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 that consciousness does come back, people can be in different states of mind at that time. Obviously, I mean for what what their body has just been through. But like you said, you don't know what happened next like what the next chapter might have been but certainly from what you could see just that day in that experience you had this person was slumped over pretty evident that there was a significant overdose that had occurred and with that quick thinking the action that you had the fact that you were carrying that narcan kit you were able to administer it and and really make a tremendous difference
0: absolutely and one of the things that i carried on with that is i've worked with different state (laughs) officials um state senators state assembly people And we have had more than six Narcan trainings in our town alone for people in the community to come. And of course, they will leave with one of those kits. And we will continue to host these because there is a need. And people also that attend these, they, they realize that it could be a family member. It could be a friend. It can be a neighbor. It could be a stranger, but having the tools of understanding how to administer Narcan and having that Narcan kit. And again, like I said, it's the, the, the packet that I have is a little bit bigger than my hand. I shove it in my purse and I have it with me. It's, you know, something that you don't, you don't know if you hope you're not going to need it, but you have it. But the next step is find out about those Narcan trainings. There are many of them that happen in fire departments, in, um, in town halls. And you can uh, contact your local officials, town, village, state, county, and ask them about hosting a training. Yeah, we
1: have, we, yeah. Uh, we have, oh, sorry, we would have love a list of that we have a list of trainings that we keep posted right on our website, oasisnwide.gov, and people can find where they're happening. They can do them online, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, you know, knowledge, knowledge is power, certainly in this case. Know how to use it, know how to get it.
0: Absolutely, and the trainers are amazing. They answer questions, they are thorough, and they make everybody feel comfortable. I've attended so many of these, and again, I think it's important that people see that, you know, there are people there. All of the fire department in our fire department, the first responders, have been trained on it. All of the people that are staffed at the local um, homeless shelter have been trained on it. Um, it's just as important, I feel, as CPR did. Uh, in this day and age, it's, it's really a necessity. Yeah. And imagine how many lives we can save if we can turnkey train everyone else so that they have the tools, and the capability to save a
1: life. Yeah. You know, Margaret, let me ask you this too, because I, yeah, I know I, I imagine some people would walk into a situation like you did, and they would they would be scared to get involved. They would they would be hesitant to take action like you did. Uh, whether you know, even if they had the naloxone, they were prepared with that kit, um, they may still have that hesitation. So, you know, talk me through. Your, your feelings as you walked in and saw that. Obviously, you, you didn't hesitate, but, but also what you would recommend to people if they walk into a situation and they feel that uncertainty, they feel that concern like, oh gosh, should I, should I get involved?
0: Absolutely. The, first, the most important thing is if you walk into a situation and you're not comfortable taking action, immediately get someone to call 911. That's taking action, but in, you know what I'm saying, in a, mm-hmm. in, in a way that isn't as direct. Um, if you have a Narcan kiss, and you're not comfortable administering it, and you say, and you make an announcement, hey, I have Narcan. Is anybody comfortable administering this? Again, you have the tools. If you're not comfortable doing the actual implementation of it, find out. The most important thing when there's an emergency, what do they always tell you? Get someone to call 911 and say, you know, is there anybody here that can do this? Is there a doctor in the house? Is there somebody that's EMS? Is there somebody that's comfortable administering this? You would never know. You may find out that there are more people that administer this in certain walks of life than you realize. Yeah. But you know, being a first responder and going through a lot of the training and a lot of years of showing up to scenes where it's our job to remain calm, to survey the area, and to make sure that we take action that's appropriate to make sure that we are safe as well as the other people involved. I'm, I don't want to say I'm used to it, but I'm... More trained for it. Oh. Um, in my past life, I was a classroom teacher, and you know, as a classroom teacher, you deal with some emergencies too. So you kind of take your past experiences and you see mm-hmm. what to do. But if someone's not comfortable, the most important thing is to get someone to call nine one one. If you have that Narcan kit, just ask anybody. I have a Narcan kit. Can, is anybody comfortable administering it? Yeah. And you know, and again, you're. you're- Finding those ways to work around
1: it, and you're you're right. So that's we get back to our initial point. Carry that kit, have it on yes. you, and even if you're not the person who winds up using it, somebody else does. You still make that difference by having it available. Um,
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I I just I I think your story is great, and I want to encourage you and anybody who's listening. If they're aware of other people who have been this sort of harm reduction hero who found themselves in this situation and were able to make a difference, let us know because we want to share these stories and let people know that you're right. This should be as common as as practicing CPR. Let people have this resource in their back pocket. And we want people to know that people are, are using this naloxone and they are making it work and making a difference. So Margaret, this this is great. I really appreciate you sharing your story.
0: Thank you so much. I mean, this makes a difference. It saves lives. And there is no stigma to this, to carrying a Narcan kit. I know that in the past, a lot of people have been hesitant to say, no, this is about being able to make a difference and save a life. And just imagine if we can equip everybody with a Narcan kit, imagine how many lives would be saved. Yeah.
1: That's why we call them harm reduction hero, because that's, they have that power to, to make a difference. So thank you again. This is, this is great. And I hope a lot of people hear this story and it means a lot to them.
0: And I hope, I hope there are more people out there that get trained, carry them, save lives. But ultimately, what I'm hoping for is one day we don't have to carry these at all. That would be the ultimate goal.
1: Absolutely right. Well said. All right. Thanks so much. Keep up all the great work.
0: Thank you very much. Have a great day. I
1: want to point out that Naloxone and its branded nasal spray form, Narcan, becoming much more accessible. You can actually get them for free. There are also free trainings on how to administer naloxone. You can find all the information on our website, oasas.ny.gov. That's O-A-S-A-S dot N-Y dot We'll send you that stuff for nothing. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Addiction, The Next Step. I'm Jerry Gretzinger. We'll see you next time.